0: Welcome to Decoding Debbie and I am Brandon Hay and you can find me on Twitter at HayB3 and I'm brought to you by IDP guys so make sure uh, to subscribe to the channel and to look to become a subscriber to the uh, website. We have a lot of rookie profiles coming out and the rookie magazine and uh, constant content uh, on the YouTube channel. I just released one with uh, Sleeper Tight Ends for Dynasty. Uh, It's a short Uh, Video under a minute. So it doesn't take that long to watch. So this week, I'm just by myself. I thought we'd take a little break on the film studies and do a mock draft. So we're going. So I did a mock draft um, the whole first round uh, on the PFF uh, draft simulator. So we'll go through that. Uh, I will say and preface this. I'm not totally up on all the defensive players, you know. For most of the first round, I know them, so some of these fits might not be perfect. And then I will go over the ranking of based on landing spot, um, where I would put these players fantasy wise. Uh, Before we do that, just this happened actually last week, but I forgot to bring it up. Uh, Arizona State quarterback Jane Daniels has transferred from Arizona State to LSU. Um, It was a tad bit surprised for me there. But that all that to me means is that Walker Howard, uh, the incoming freshman, will probably not play this year. Uh, Brian Kelly does not usually like to play freshman quarterbacks early, so it makes sense. It gives a kind of a bridge year for him to get used to the system. Um, So it'll be interesting how he is used in the offense. So, um, you know, the transfers keep on coming in. So whenever there's something that uh, we think we need to kind of talk about, uh, I'll bring it up on this podcast. So let's go ahead and get into um, this draft. So I'll just slowly, you know, talk about, um, you know, what I kind of uh, did for these. So let me take this off. Okay. So we can see the whole thing. All right. So with the first First pick with the Jags since they um, franchise Cam Robinson. I know there's a possibility that they could still draft Evan Neal at tackle, but there's um, a need for a pass rushing there. So I think they take one of the edge uh, rushers, and I'm going with them to take Aiden Hutchinson because I think he's the best all-around guy, probably less ceiling than Thibodeau, but he's a good against the run and a pass and a constant, and I think the Jaguars just need to – hit that first pick. Then with the Lions at two, I don't have them taking a the quarterback here. They go with Thibodeau to continue to build those lines. Third with the Tetsons was a little difficult because they have so much that they need. Uh, most think that Kyle Hamilton might be one of the best prospects in this draft at safety from Notre Dame. And, you know, their their defense needs help. Offense needs help. It's going to be a long rebuild, and they might be getting more pits once they trade Deshaun Watson. The Jets, I take uh, Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. I think he's one of the best corners, and they need help in in that aspect, and they can get uh, other wide receiver help or other positions later in the draft. Next is the Giants. Instead of taking a quarterback here, I give them Evan Neal to shore up that line. Uh, It looks like they want to try with Daniel Jones, and maybe they could get a developmental – or a quarterback that kind of, you know, play after Daniel Jones um, in the second round. And then this is where the quarterbacks come in. I think this is a very good fit for the Panthers. I think uh, Matt Corral for me is the number one quarterback coming out of this class. I think Sam, uh, Sam Darnold will start the season, but I think Matt Corral will play this season. Um, I think a lot of what, what they can do, a lot of RPO that Corral did at Ole Miss, and just you know his ability to fit the ball in there and still be a running threat. I think they could finally get their quarterback of the future if they get everything set in there, and it could be a big uptick for DJ Moore. And then obviously, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, that offense could do very well. So then the Giants go again. pick again at seven. I take them. Have been taking Trayvon Walker the edge player out of Georgia to shore up that defense and get some more uh, speed out there. And then the Falcons at eight with the Calvin Ridley news, they have to get someone out wide to go along with um, Kyle Pitts. I think Garrett Wilson will be perfect. I think in a lot of ways, this could help, you know, the team kind of replace Calvin Ridley. Very, both very good route runners, um, quick in and out of breaks. And I think that uh, Garrett Wilson is the most ready to contribute right away uh, in the NFL. So I think that's perfect with Matt Ryan, where they're still in that limbo of still trying to compete, but, but rebuild at the same time. The Seahawks, this was tough, but I decided not to pick a quarterback here. I went with Charles Cross to tackle for Mississippi State. They need to improve that offensive line. I know the quarterback position is still um, up in the air, but I think they could get a quarterback later or through the or through free agency or a trade. And I just don't know with if Pete Carroll's going to stay the coach if they're going total rebuild. It seems like they would kind of just want to reload. Jets at pick 10. I do not have them going wide receiver. Uh, I think the wide receiver position is very deep, and they could get one in the second round, even though I have quite a few going in the first. So I had them go with Ama Gardner out of Cincinnati, at a corner. And then the Washington Commanders, they took care of their of the quarterback position with Carson Wentz. I still think they should draft a quarterback second or third round to kind of develop behind him just in case. But uh to kind of help with that defense that struggled last year getting Nakobe Dean out of Georgia, a great playmaker to add with all, you know, um Chase coming back, I think that that would really help their defense. And then with the Vikings, I go with George Karlaftis. I probably said that wrong. From Purdue, a good edge player. They need help on that. Um, He should be steady and be able to play right away. Um, As they have a lot of offensive pieces, so they just really need to shore up that defense because that's what really let them down. Uh, 13th. With the Browns, I thought about going wide receiver here, but with getting Amari Cooper, I think they can wait till the second round. And they get um David Ojabo out of Michigan, who's who's still learning and a little bit raw, but has shows speed and um has a lot of promise. I think uh, you know, they can play him in situational, you know, his first year, and then he could take over for Clowney after that, once he kind of learns more from that. Um The Ravens get a corner and turn McDuffie out of Washington. I played very good. Uh, Washington's main problem was stopping the run. Then the Eagles have bat to bat pits. The first, I go with Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. They definitely need some help at the linebacker position. And then I know I have topped down Drake London. He is actually my wide receiver since, but I think since they already have Devontae Smith, they could use uh, London. I like him very much in the short to intermediate range um, going down the field where I think he's a little slower. Um, but I think he's good for uh, Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts lacks some accuracy sometimes, and this will give them uh, the ability to you know, have another receiver that come up with the contested catches that runs good routes, get open short, um, so Jalen Hurts can have another security blanket kind of get that in there because, uh, you know, they, they have Quez Watkins, so they kind of take deep, and Devonte can still do that. But I think Drake London is a good fit for what they already have. So that's why I have him going over some of the other players that um, that I might uh, – might, the other wide receivers that I like better. Um, so next uh, for the Chargers, I have Jordan Davis out of Georgia – the huge defensive tackle that is actually pretty quick for his size and can get to the quarterback as well. Um, some trouble is when he has to play too many plays in a row, but if you can, uh, with the moves that the Charger made on defense, getting Kahlil Mack and getting some free agent signings, they can rotate in him in there and really help to uh, stop the run. So that's going to be great for them trying to shore up that defense because they have uh, Justin Herbert, and that offense seems to still be working very well. And then at 18 with the Saints, I go with Trelon Burts to that team. They definitely need wide receiver help. And it, uh, it's up in the air what's happening with Michael Thomas. Um, not sure with their quarterback position, but pr- uh produced at Arkansas with iffy quarterback play as well. So I think that would be a good place for him to play right away, but also can develop. That's with the Eagles, another first-round pick. Uh, get a corner to help them with Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson. And then with the Steelers, instead of getting a quarterback, since they did get Mitch Trubisky in free agency, I think they will address this maybe later in the draft, but getting um, some help on that offensive line, Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa, really showed off in the Senior Bowl and the Combine, just a nasty streak. And, uh, you know, I think he would be able to help the Steelers get back to their uh run game and making Najee Harris a a bigger part so that they could not put too much pressure on Trubisky or whatever rookie comes in there and then uh, 21st to the Patriots go I have Chris Olave I think he's just kind of a Patriots type player at Ohio State you know he was the consistent guy Uh, when Justin Fields was there I felt when a lot of they missed games. Uh, Fields really missed him in the lineup, kind of being that security, that great route runner, the short to intermediate, but that can also take the top off of the defense. And we saw in the combine just his, his speed. I didn't realize he would be that fast. But I think with the Patriots, he's a great um, run blocker. You know, he's a team guy. He stayed for four years at Ohio State. Wasn't necessarily a high recruit, but uh, c- continued to develop his game. Uh, he's big on t- timing, you know, um, in and out of routes and deep down the field. I think that'd be great for the Patriots and um, Matt Jones. And then uh, a lot of people joked about this, but this is a typical Raiders pick. Jameson Williams did not run at the, at, uh, the combine, obviously, because of his ACL injury. But he's a fast player. Um, they lost Henry Ruggs with his legal troubles. So this could put someone in. Um so I know that Josh McDaniels is the coach now, but they definitely need a down-the-field threat as Hunter Renfro's more, uh, you know, around the middle, of the slot. So I think that would be a, a, a good move by the Raiders. So next for the Cardinals, I have them getting Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman out of Georgia. That Georgia defense was so good, and all those players, you know, are going to come out here. The Cowboys, I have them. Instead of picking a wide receiver, I have them taking, I will get this name wrong too, out of NC State, Ikem Ekonwu. And I think they need to get back to improving that line um, because it's not as good as it was a couple years ago, and they need to get back to running the ball like they did uh, when Zeke was really in his heyday. And next to the Bills, still has Stephon Diggs, um, but I think Jahan Dotson would be great for them. Uh, Cole Beasley looks like he might be going elsewhere. Dotson can take over that slot position and be more dynamic, um, get down the field more, but also be quick in and out of routes like Beasley was. So it still gives Josh Allen that ability um, in there and someone to grow with, you know, as Stefan Diggs is getting older. So it'd be a perfect uh, spot for Dotson to come in as like the number two, but maybe grow into the one eventually. Next with the Titans, I have them taking a quarterback. I know Tannehill is still there, but I feel like this is the spot they need to start looking elsewhere. So I have Sam Howell here for the Titans because I think it goes more with what Vrabel wants to, to do. Howell is, is a very tough player. Um, we saw this last year, didn't necessarily have all the weapons, but would run and you know you get those tough yards. I think he needs to not run as much and not take on those hits, but I could very much see him being, you know, I know this is might be a lazy comparison, but with, uh, you know, be kind of like a Steve McNair type, a tough guy that can make the throws and, you know, run for the tough yards and just be tough for the team um, and just be a, a great, great leader for them. I could see that with him because he, he takes a beating and keeps on going. So I see that with the tight with the Titans. And then, you know, based on how Tannehill plays this year. Who knows how quickly Howell might play, but it's good for him to set and learn and kind of work on his footwork some more. Nets with the Buccaneers, uh, this might've been a quarterback spot if they, if Brady had not said he's coming out of retirement. So that's big. And with Tony Brown, not in the fold anymore. um, Godwin coming off that injury. I think this would be a perfect place for George Pickens. I know there's some risk with, you know, his injuries but this way you still have Mike Evans. You eventually will have Godwin coming back and you have other receivers there and you have Brady to kind of work with him. I think this would be great to, you know, come in and maybe be the second or third option on that team with Brady. And then eventually you have a guy that can you compare with Godwin. And um, when when um, Mike Evans might, you know, they might move on from him when he gets older, but you get a young wide receiver, uh, you know, that could be an alpha if he gets off his, you know, Injuries in his, in the past and really focuses in, and Brady should be a great person to do that for him. The Packers, um, I would have gone wide receiver with the Packers, but they just don't seem to do that in the first round. So I give them um, a center and Tyler Linderbaum, kind of improve that offensive line. With the Dolphins, um, I get Sky Moore with them. He sneaks into the uh, first round. Um, I think that he will do well in that new offense. You know he's uh, he showed his speed at the combine. Um, they already have Waddle, who can kind of um, do a lot of things. So this guy kind of Moore would be a good complement there. Uh, so I I, th- I think that was good value there for them. Uh, the Chiefs continue to work on their uh, defensive backfield with Clear Elon from Florida, because you know now that Russell Wilson is in that division, they the defense really needs to step up. Um, And then uh, 31st for the Bengals, they have to get a tackle. So I give them Bernhard Raymond out of Central Michigan. And then lastly for the Lions, I know there was talk that they really liked Malik Willis. So if they pick Malik Willis at two, um, I don't necessarily love that pick because I think getting picked that high, it's a lot of pressure on him and a lot of pressure on them to play him right away. And I like with Willis, he could maybe come in mid-season or something and kind of work on that. I know it might be, just semantics, but I don't like him going that high. I like him going there um, so they can get the value to Thibodeau and then still get, um, still get Malik Willis. So that was the, uh, the draft. So now what we'll do is uh, I have a list of all of the um, picks. So now I'll kind of go through my order of best landing spots for fantasy, First on my list is Garrett Wilson. The Falcons need someone else other than Kyle Pitts. Uh, he works perfectly for that. You know Matt Ryan still there, so I think they can um, hit off pretty well. Like I said, I think he's the best receiver, most polished, best route runner. Um, doesn't necessarily have that top end speed, but um, I don't necessarily know if Calvin really did either. So he has plenty of speed to make plays down the field. Second for me is Treylon Burks with the Saints. This might be different if. Um, Michael Thomas comes back, and depending on the quarterback, but they need weapons, as we saw last year, without Drew Brees. So I think he definitely um, has the ability to to be used in, in multiple ways um, in that offense, even without Sean Payton. Next is Chris Olave for the Patriots. Um, it sounds like uh, they want to move on with from some of the receivers, so they have the tight ends, but they much need a wide receiver to, um, you know, to stretch the field um a playmaker for matt jones because you saw in some games they just could not keep up with teams so i think a lot of they can do that and come in and play right away and i wouldn't be surprised if he you know in the right system ends up as one of the top ro- rookie wide receivers next is drake london with the eagles like i said i don't love drake london's game but i still think he can be a fine wide receiver too maybe back in his rookie year um i think he can, you know, get tons of short catches to move the chains and kind of get that Eagles offense moving and give Jalen Hurts another guy that is a big body where he doesn't have to be super accurate in London to go get the ball with his big frame. Next is Matt Corral with the Panthers. Uh, I think he's going to play, you know, eventually in the season. And uh, I think he's going to put up good numbers. They might not, the Panthers might not necessarily win, but I think, um, you know, as we've seen, quarterbacks can play, you know, with some running ability, and I think he's a very good passer uh, as long as he stays within the scheme of the offense. And I think Matt Corral could, um, and especially in super flex formats, um, be possibly a league winner late in the season if he gets to play um, and if you have him and you put him in once he gets there. sits for me is Jahan Dotson uh, with the Bills. There's Stephon Diggs. Um, you know, obviously taking the most of that, but they throw the ball a ton. And I think Dotson could be used some in the running game also. And I just think Josh Allen will love giving him the ball um, kind of like they did with Cole Beasley, just with higher upside. Then Moore with the Dolphins. We don't really know what the Dolphins offense is going to look like. And Jalen Waddell is obviously going to be the main uh, aspect of that. But I think Skymore could be a good second or third option there, you know, be a good flex player in his rookie year. Uh, George Pickens with the butts. It's kind of this these last four, I don't know how much they will do their rookie year, but these could be spot starters. Uh, I could see Pickens with the butts having some big games, especially if Mike Evans has some of his ankle issues that he tends to have every year, you know, for a game or two, and then uh, Chris Godwin coming back. Malik Willis with the Lions. Like I said, I'm not as high on Willis, but I think eventually you would probably play him this year. Um, maybe midway through the season, if they're still struggling, just to move for the next year. Um, and obviously, his rushing ability will will be great. Fantasy wise, could be another league winner, just like Matt Corral. Um, just based on things that Jalen Hurts does, and he, you know, and um, his passing isn't there. But what I would think that the Lions would try to do if they do play Malik Willis, if he goes there is have one or two reads and then have him to, you know, run with the ball. So make it quick, you know, or or, or look to one side of the field, have quick reads, um, make it easier on him, and then try to develop him as he goes. Jamison Williams to the Raiders, um, mostly because we don't know when he'll be back. Um, so, you know, uh, he would be much higher on this list if he did not have that injury. Um, and then lastly, Sam Howell for the Titans, I would imagine, unless it goes really bad for the Titans, they're not going to use Sam Howell. This is more of a uh, dynasty down-the-road uh, type look. So that's um, kind of the 11, you know, there. And I will say, um, just in case anyone wonders uh, about Kenny Pickett on this list, he might have been in consideration Um but I, I will be honest the PFF it kind of uh, the draft simulator kind of orders it a little weird with the play, players so Kenny Pickett was way too far down the list till I didn't realize after I completed uh, the draft so this is this is what we have um, so I'll probably do another mock draft or have a couple people come in maybe just do a fantasy um, you know four round mock draft but I wanted to kind of break it up from all this film breakdown and give you this video. So uh, make sure to subscribe and let me know um, on Twitter or on YouTube uh, if there are any prospects that you kind of have questions about or anyone that you would like a breakdown to happen for. So uh, thanks for watching and we'll see you next week.